Emerging writers, we're so glad to have you join us as we continue delving into the science fiction genre this month. My name is Stephanie, and I'm joined by my best friend Kayla and my sister Jordan. Hello. Hi. Today we're going to be bringing in some hot takes as we discuss artificial intelligence and what constitutes humanity. Yes, very commonly in science fiction, the question of humanity arises in a world where there's artificial intelligence and humanoid robots. And how do humans treat them? And how do we live in a world with creatures that aren't human, but perhaps deserve respect? Yeah, I feel like, especially with robots, because in a lot of the sci-fi, they're very humanoid. Mm -hmm. And they focus on making them as human as possible. And they're like pushing that boundary. So it really, you know, it's not like there's just a toaster that toasts things for you. It's like, Something with a body and... Face. Yeah. Oh, horrifying face. (laughs) (laughs) An uncanny valley face. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. They'll make it like as human looking as possible. Mm -hmm. And then they start increasing that like intelligence level so that it can think for itself and reason and question. And and it's like usually things are set with... uh, artificial intelligence set to that point and that's when the story begins and Mm -hmm. uh it'll ask a lot of questions of like what makes a human human does it have to do with them being able to have a moral compass does it have to do with like a soul or not Mm -hmm. like what constitutes something deserving of rights or treatment whatever Often it raises the question, too, of it doesn't matter how something was created Mm -hmm. if it was born naturally and perhaps has a soul, like you said, has a beating heart, or if it was crafted by a person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if it's not asking questions of, like, humanity and whether we're treating robots wrong in this non-existent yet world... um, Usually it'll do that cool thing that science fiction does where it's humans versus the other. Mm. And it'll be as robots increase in intelligence and we've accounted for them like going rogue or whatever and written moral codes or safety net codes into their systems of like you need to protect humanity. That usually will end up backfiring within Mm -hmm. the story. Mm. And (laughs) the, the artificial intelligence will be like, oh, well, humans are constantly killing each other, so they're a danger to themselves, so we have to enslave them and control them. (laughs) And then it's humanity fighting back against that or, like, your lone hero, probably your Will Smith. Oh, gosh. (laughs) If if I may. Will Smith has done so many sci-fi movies. So Brandon is obsessed with Will Smith. Brandon? It's not me. No, I meant who's Brandon? Oh, Right. Brandon is my husband. He is obsessed with Will Smith. So for most of his birthdays and stuff, I give him just whatever random Will Smith movie I find at Walmart because he says he's the best actor in the world. I'm not sure if it's sarcastic (laughs) or if he's like blowing it out of proportion, but he loves it every time. So So probably not sarcasm then. Gosh, on our anniversary a couple years ago, we went up to this hot springs 
and I brought some movies, and guess what he made me watch? I, Robot. <laughs> I was not into it. I was like, I don't like robot movies. I don't want to watch this. He's like, but but it's got Will Smith. It's good. It's really good. So I had to endure that on my lovely weekend away from the kids. <laughs> but, I mean, overall, the movie was pretty interesting, and it raised a lot of questions. We had an interesting discussion after about the robots and how we felt about the themes that it put up. I liked iRobot, actually. I thought it was a, a pretty well-done movie with like compelling characters and plot, if not pretty overdone at this point. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it as a movie. I thought it worked well. And for those who haven't watched the film, it's very different than the book it was loosely based off but it's set in this world where everyone in the culture has really accepted robots and trusts them to be a part of the household but the lead uh detective del spooner played by will smith <laughs> <laughs> highly distressed robots because they made a mistake in his past that led to them saving his life at the cost of his child and i believe his wife's uh, i'm not sure it's been a while since I've watched it, but it, it stuck with me vividly and it raised a lot of questions on IA and robots. AI? AI. Why do I keep doing that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It has the the lead, uh, Detective Spooner or whatever, um, kind of going through with this other robot. What, what is his name? What is oh, what is the other robot's name? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't Sunny? know. It's oh, Sunny. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Sunny. Um who's like basically gone rogue from his system mm. and isn't controlled by their big master computer anymore, but has been accused of murder. And so this human is working through his trust issues with robots and deciding whether he can trust them. And then kind of really being proven justified in in his thoughts when they <laughs> start taking over and trying to control people because yeah, of this master computer. <laughs> destroying everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like that's a good question to pose. Like, should you trust something that is controlled by, like, a computer, you know, that and could malfunction? That technically can infinitely learn and retain information, whereas we cannot. Yeah. We're limited in that and way. And also can see our flaws and be like, oh, no. No, yeah. thank you, guys. You suck. Something <laughs> that isn't guided by emotion at all, which really, like, dampens us as humans. But with, like, a robot, it can look at something exclusively from a... Um, What's the word I'm looking for, guys? Logical? Yes. Logistical? Thank you. From a, a logical standpoint. Mm -hmm. And so it makes decisions based on logic instead of any sort of like moral code or emotions or anything like that. And there's a question of like, is that safe or good mm -hmm. or is it just different? And I think perhaps it's just different, I think. But l having robots like that coexist in a world with humans who are always going to be emotion-based and like driven by their passions and their feelings it's inherently contentious and will make a contentious relationship like we see in irobot where uh 
the Will Smith character <laughs> is uh, saved instead of this young girl. And that's something that is unforgivable to Will Smith, even though to a robot, it was just the chance of survival. And perhaps one isn't right or wrong, but they're inherently conflicting. So that being said, that's one of the defining things that people like to pose for humanity mm. is emotions. And very often they'll have like a, a single robot start developing some semblance of emotions. Mm. Yeah. And so it starts raising more questions of like, can they, is that physically possible? What, what are emotions? So like, what's the definition of that? And does it really feel things or is this just an artificial way of calculation that results in looking like it's feeling something and if that is what it is, does that does that still count in its own way or not? Yeah, and like bringing it back to iRobot, doesn't it wrap around to where the robot's all doing what its creator asked it to do? And it's not necessarily rebelling on its own, but following the human it had a connection with instead of the general society? Um, Something like that, I think the like creator built him differently so that he wasn't uh connected with the master control artificial intelligence mm. system so that it could act independently because he foresaw it growing too much and like taking over or something like that mm. yeah it's interesting it makes me think a little bit of westworld which we touched on last week and how if these robots think they're feeling things, if they look like they are, if all of the signs indicate towards emotion and feelings, then perhaps it doesn't matter whether they are or aren't, and they should be treated like they are. I mean, in the end, what are our emotions anyway? Electrical impulses and chemicals. Isn't that basically what it would be in artificial intelligence as well? Electrical impulses being interpreted? Yeah, I feel yeah. like the more that we're learning about the brain and how it works, it's going to lead to some very interesting media on this if the scientists start writing books. <laughs> a lot of interesting questions as we also develop artificial intelligence because it's mm -hmm. coming in an interesting way as well in the real world. Yeah. We're, mm -hmm. not, we're not quite up to sci-fi, <laughs> but I don't see it not happening that way. Yeah. Not when there's people that are interested in this and want to achieve it. The one thing I wish for in vain is that the robots can just not look like people. I find oh. it so uncanny. Yeah, I don't like it. It creeps me out. I even have a problem with like CGI in movies where there's just something weird about the face because they did something weird, especially with mouths. Oh, so I'm, I'm kind of hoping they won't be super humanoid especially with faces and facial expressions because that's so creepy on robots they'll be very stiff on the robots because there's so many different muscles within the face that make natural expressions that would just be really hard to like build and then program and so they're always going to be a little bit stiff mm -hmm. and that's always going to be really uncomfortable and like dead to us yeah and i want a relationship with robots that is friendly or like a pet or a roommate you know let me look at it and see a Roomba or an Alexa like a little piece of machine where I'm like that's my pal I don't 
I feel like the only reason that people want human looking robots is for romantic reasons. And no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that draws another line on whether romance with robots is okay or not. (laughs) Well, I mean, people already have interesting relationships with certain types of toys. So (laughs) really, what's the next step? Yeah. If you're lonely, you're lonely. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, I don't know. What do, what do you guys think about that sort of thing happening in the future? If we do get ones that are maybe a little more person-y. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think it's inevitable because too many people are pushing for it and trying to create things like that already. True. And it, I would like to look at it from, like, how do I treat anything is about how I want to interact with the world and the, like, intention that I want to bring to my actions. And it doesn't really matter whether that thing feels it or not because I'm still doing it. And so, you know, treat everything, even creepy humanoid robots, mm-hmm. with respect. And perhaps I wouldn't trust them with you know, my life, you know, I don't know how I feel about self-driving cars or. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary to me. I feel like not that, you know, I mean, there's human error, but being totally out of control of the situation is a scary thought. Or like robot policemen. No, thank you. But for tasks and efficiency and things, you know, if we're already using technology and robots are gonna be a feature of it why not accept that yeah yeah I think there's something to be said about watching things that could have gray areas or things you need to like police officer robots seems like there's there needs to be some human intuition there Mm. because that's stuff dealing directly with humans and their behaviors seems like it's not a good choice to leave it up to robots because they would be logical yeah it seems like you get too far into the end of if this, then this, no gray zone mm-hmm. whatsoever sort of a thing. Yeah, people have more nuance than that. Yeah. should be treated with that. Yeah. I definitely agree that it's kind of inevitable that we're going to be moving towards that. I don't know at what rate or whether we'll have like sci-fi-esque AI robots within our homes within this specific lifetime. Or if it'll be maybe a little bit after, if it'll be like grandkids or great grandkids. But I can definitely see it moving in that direction. Yeah. I mean, look how many people already have like the automated home systems and the Alexas and yeah. different things in their house living with them and listening to them. Yeah. Like they're they're paving the way for us to be okay with this. <laughs> Not me though. I will never get one. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I would say though, I think that of of all the speculation that surrounds AI, the concerns that it's going to take over the world are the most blown out of proportion. People, I mean, people already bond with their Roombas, as I've said. I just don't see people like the average population treating robots to such a poor degree that they'll be like, we need to rebel or us giving them the sort of adaptive intelligence to be like, we need to save them from themselves. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think? What defines humanity? Are you prepared for our inevitable <laughs> robot overlords? 
Let us know on our Facebook group, Writers Emerging, or follow us on Tumblr, Instagram, and Twitter. Links in the description. We look forward to seeing you guys next week as we talk about Dawn.